Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready for another episode of Mike Gazzola's Real Estate Investing That Works? Making money in real estate has never been easier. To get started now, go to TeachMeMike.com. You are listening to Real Estate Investing That Works with Mike Gazzola. I'm Kerry Lutz. This is episode 22. Mike, many people want to flip. Many people want cash flow. How do you decide which property is best for flipping, which is best for cash flow? I guess sometimes a property could be good for either. That's right. So, you know, what it really boils down to, right? What I've figured and, and what I've found in these last 12 years of investing in real estate is, you know, if you're looking for cash flow, there's certain areas that will generate you more cash flow based on your purchase price. And there's some hot areas like South Florida, you know, sometimes you get Fort Lauderdale, Miami, areas like that where, you know, it, it's such quick and easy money on the flip that sometimes those make more sense because let me give you an example. So in upstate New York, I was just at an auction and I, I bought a really nice duplex property. I just got it for $30,000 and it's a duplex. So it's an upstairs and downstairs and I'm getting $550 each unit, right? But the rate of appreciation is low, but do the numbers on that. So that's, and it was already rented. Let me clarify. So it, I didn't have to go in and remodel it. There's so many properties that come available through the auction that you can just simply continue to collect the rent. Meaning, you know, you're wondering, well, why would it go through the auction? Well, sometimes people don't pay their property taxes. You know, that that's just the way it goes. You know, people die off, older people own it, the new generation comes in, they simply don't pay the property taxes, the city ends up auctioning it. So let me give you the example. So I bought the property for $30,000. It's getting $1,100 a month. That means in less than 30 months, it would pay for the entire investment. But my rate of appreciation, you know, let me clarify. So that property is worth about $65,000, right? So I could sell it right now for $65,000. And you're saying, well, why didn't someone else bid $65,000? You got to understand with these auctions, you got to pay cash. So even though a lot of people would buy it for $65,000 if they can get a mortgage, there's when they're auctioning 3,000 properties over a three-day period, it's a buyer's market, meaning you get the very best deals because there was 3,000 properties over a three-day period, and there was probably 500 people in the room. So do the math on that. 500 people in the room, 3,000 properties. It takes three days. Well, long story short, I got this property for $30,000. And you know what? I bought it actually in my kid's education account. So let's let's pretend it was a retirement account. Let's listen, a CISA, a Coverdell Education Savings Account, allows you to purchase real estate in your kid's education account and pay for their entire education tax-free. So I bought it for thirty thousand in their education account. I collect eleven hundred dollars a month. Now let's compare that. So if I were to buy a place in South Florida. 
let's use the same numbers. If I w- so I paid thirty thousand, I get eleven hundred dollars a month. That's in upstate New York. Let's take South Florida times it by ten, right? So I pay three hundred thousand. I'm not going to get eleven thousand dollars a month in rent on something that I pay three hundred thousand dollars for. But at the same time, if I were to pay three hundred thousand dollars for something in South Florida, I would likely be able to flip it for four hundred and fifty thousand. Might take me a couple months, a little bit of cleanup. But the bottom line is, that's where you decide. You know, people tell me, buy and hold versus flip. I always say, what's your goal? Are you looking to generate monthly cash flow? Or are you looking to generate money on the flips? Because not just Miami or Fort Lauderdale, you know, there's great areas in South Florida. You know, I bought a, I bought a duplex in a lower to middle income area for less than 15 grand. And sold it for over 40. So the numbers are there. It just depends on what your goals are. You know, there's certain areas that if your goals are cash flow, I'll show you how to locate those areas. If your goal is to quick flip, be in, be out very quickly, make a chunk of change, invest it in the next property, do the same thing again, that's great. But a lot of people are looking to supplement their income, meaning they do have a good job, they're happy with their job. Or, They're already in retirement. They're making a few thousand dollars a month. They just want to make an extra couple thousand dollars a month. I'll show you precisely how to do that. So first thing, it's not buy and hold versus flip. You got to identify your goals. And then there's certain areas in the country that will work hand in hand. And I'll show you how to find those with what your goals are. And arguably, even every flipper eventually becomes a cash flow investor though, right? That's right. I mean, including myself. I mean, I got to tell you, before I was ever interested in cash flow, I probably flipped 100 houses. And with those 100 houses, I made a substantial amount of money. And then I started thinking, well, geez, you know, this is good, but I got to keep buying and selling, buying and selling. You know, why don't I do a combination of both? So that's at my point in my life, that's what made sense to me is to have some properties always available for flip. Now, listen, let me clarify. Every single property I own is for sale at any given time. It's just half of them I'm not motivated to sell. Unless you paid me above retail value, I'm just not motivated to sell. Why is that? Is because they're generating so much money and monthly cash flow and monthly revenue directly to me that it wouldn't make sense to sell it unless I made such a ridiculous amount of money on it that I'd simply take those funds, invest it in another property that would continue to pay me the cash flow each month. But at the same time, I'm always flipping properties, meaning buy them, sell them, buy them, sell them. But when you find that gem or you get something so far under market value and the rental market is so hot and I can make a 20, 30% return month, I mean, yearly on my money after expenses, you know, that's a tough, a tough thing to beat. Meaning once you pay your taxes, once you pay any expenses on the property, you're still making a 20 to 30% cash on cash. Means if I put up a hundred thousand, my net return in a year, twenty to 30000 You know, that's not bad. But at the same time, if you tie up $100,000 and get back one forty in a year, that's great. But you got to continue to do that, meaning you got to keep replenishing your inventory. So it's all about what your goals are. Half of you listening right now say, listen, I'd love to supplement my income. I would love to just not worry about the nine to five grind. 
you know, I'd love to be able to tell my boss I quit and still have enough money for my family. And there's other people out there that say, listen, I'm just starting out. I'm just like Mike was when he first started out. I want to buy some properties. I want to sell them for a profit, take those profits, buy more properties, sell those for a profit. And then maybe I'll do exactly what Mike did. Take half of his profits, invest them in properties that will generate a monthly cash flow now. It's all about your goals. And also, uh, then we get into the tax aspects of being a real estate professional, which we won't touch upon now, but there are advantages to that as well. That's right. You know, I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you how to save money on your taxes. But, you know, if you hold a property for an extended period of time and then you sell it, your tax rate will be lower than if you buy it and one month later you resell it. I mean, that's just common sense, but I'm not your tax advisor. You know, Listen, I've always seen taxes as a good problem to have. You know, the more taxes you pay, people say, gosh, you know, you you paid that much in taxes? And I say, well, yeah, it's a good problem to have. I mean, what if I only had to pay 5,000 in taxes last year? That means I didn't make a lot of money. So I see taxes different than a lot of people out there. You know, I I hope I have to pay 5 million in taxes next year. You know what that means? It means I made a lot more than 5 million. Yeah, I can see the point there. And obviously... As far as if you're going to hold properties, cash flow, then the condition of those properties, maintenance and all that becomes more important, right? Yeah. When I'm looking, see if my ultimate goal on a property is to buy and hold, then what I'll do, you know, most of the remodels I do are very basic. You know, it's just, I call it a Home Depot remodel, meaning, you know, if I'm looking to buy and hold and I acquire a property that's already rented, but it needs this, this, and this. You know, if I'm looking to hold that property, I I might go 20% more on the remodel, meaning I might go a little higher quality. I might do the job a little, just knowing that I'm going to end up ultimately keeping that property for cash flow. Because the less money you have to pay in repairs over the years, the more money you make at your bottom line. Now, my school of thought has always been when I have a tenant, I'll give them a little bit less than market rent in exchange for them doing the basic maintenance, meaning you got to cut the grass, you know, you change all the light bulbs, you know, don't call me for the nonsense. Of course, if a heater goes out, something like that, of course, I'm going to rectify it. But it's all about relationships. You know, if you're in an area and you're looking to be a landlord, that's why I teach you guys, how do you get the very best deals from all the contractors? How do you find the best contractors? How do you find the best property managers? You know, I, I typically pay on average 9 to 10% for property management. That's the steal of a lifetime. That's all these guys do. For me to worry about my own management would be ludicrous. I mean, if I got, you know, a total, let's just say, of 10 grand a month in a given area, right? Is it not worth it to pay 900 bucks to 1000 to have somebody who does this all day, every day. Now, I double check them, so I make sure, and that's one of the things I teach you guys. If the repair's over $200, I want to know about it. I mean, you're going to get my approval before you ever do that repair because I want to I double check you, keep you honest, meaning, you know, you tell me, oh, Mike, we got to do this to a property. No problem. And I show you guys how to do a Craigslist, Angie List, Google, you know, There's so many resources out there and it's not like you're trying to waste your time, but you always want to keep people honest. I mean, if if you have 10 properties with a given property manager, 
the way, see, when you save money, you're making money. So when I say the way you make money, I'm, what I really am getting at is the way you save money is by making sure that everything that's ever done is done cost effectively and cut out as many third parties, as many metalmen as you can. That's why I sell my properties online. I'd rather sell it for a smaller amount of money online, but not have to pay the 6% to a realtor. You know, what if they do two hours of work and they make six grand on my property? You know, I'd rather make an extra six grand and spend those couple hours myself. That's why I teach you guys how to do this. I don't just tell you what to do. I show you how to do it. Makes makes a lot of sense. And and obviously, uh, a penny saved is a penny earned, as, as the saying goes. And obviously, you've been doing this so long. So you when you see a property, you just know right away that this property is going to be perfect for cash flow, right? You could just, you look at it and you just know, right? Well, that's, and you know, it really boils down to the area, right? I mean, there hasn't been a lot of times that I've seen a property. Let's just use the same examples in Miami or Fort Lauderdale that I looked at and said, this is a great rental. But let's go on the the other side of that. And, you know, when you're in upstate New York, or and I use that example because what I'm getting at is more blue collar areas. Mm-hmm doesn't have to be one area or the next. But typically in these blue-collar areas, there's a much higher percentage of renters and a lower percentage of homeowners. That's a great indicator that that's a good rental market. And I show you the the exacts. You know, when you go to my site, the teachmemike.com, you know, you enter your name and your email address. You're going to see these training videos that show you how to be a landlord, how to do this remotely, you know, how to find the areas. You know, these are things that I love training my students how to do because, you know, people say, Mike, why would you show people exactly how to do it? Well, the truth is there's enough to go around. I don't have to worry that, you know, if you took all the richest people in the world, put all their money together, the 20 richest people, there's still not enough money to buy all the properties that are out there. And I'm nowhere near that. So it doesn't matter how many people I teach this process to, it's not going to hurt me in any way because there's enough to go around. There's enough for you to get a rental property, for me to get a rental property, and really for anybody who's looking to learn get a rental property. But, you know, to get to your point, it's it's not so much about looking at a house and identifying it because it really goes down to the area. So, you know, there's really not a property in a blue-collar area where you wouldn't make money on the rents. And I show you how to identify those. And on the other side of that, there's not a property, you know, you could have bought anything in the Phoenix area. And... You could buy anything right now in the Phoenix area and you're going to make a profit. It's not maybe, it's you will make a profit, but you might not generate the monthly cash flow on it. You could buy anything right now that goes through auction. Right now, you buy it right, do exactly what I teach you to do, and you will make money on it. It's not if, it's just how long until the property goes up to make enough money that you're satisfied making based on your initial investment. Now, with rental properties, what I show you how to do is if you're looking to gain cash flow, rather than just buy them on the local market and hiring some realtor to do it for you and paying 90 cents on the dollar, what if you pay 45 cents on the dollar and you can get two properties for the price you would have paid that realtor? Now your return just doubled. Why is that? Because you just got two for the same price you would have got one. So now your monthly continuity income is double what it would be as if you paid retail for one property. 
Yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense. And every, you know, when you can save those big fees, then that just goes right to your bottom line. And hey, it all adds up, right? Well, that's how you do it, right? I mean, they, slow and steady wins the race. So, you know, it's, that's why when I tell people this is not a get-rich-quick scheme, it's doing a combination of everything I teach you. And that's how I started from nothing and have since generated millions of dollars. You know, I started with nothing. I was working just a regular job before I bought my very first investment. Once I bought my first, it enabled me to buy my second, my third, my fifth, my hundredth, my two hundredth. That all came from the very first deal. If, you know, if I was him and and Han and I, I was not willing to take action, then I never would have got my first deal. And then that first deal would have never turned into hundreds of transactions. Bought, sold, rented, you name it. Now I stand here qualified to teach you guys exactly what I've done. So this isn't theory or guesswork. I'm simply showing you guys exactly what I've done. All right, Mike, and I know that you're going to want to contact Mike, want to find out more about his system. How do they contact you, Mike? Well, I love, you know, getting questions from the audience, you know, just this month, and it's not even over, there's still a week left in the month, I've had 30,000 downloads. So I love getting questions. When I get multiple questions about a certain topic, I love answering it. So if you want to ask me a question specifically, just go to Mike at teachmemike.com. And I'd love to make a podcast based on your question. Now, if you want to start, if you want to get started, if you want to start watching some of my free training videos, learn exactly what you can do from day one, just go to teachmemike.com, enter just your name and your email. That's it. I don't need your credit card. I don't need any other information. Go to teachmemike.com. It's all right there for you. You can get started today. To get started now, go to teachmemike.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.